Hey everybody, this is Elise from Camp Aska, and you're listening to Camp Aska, the podcast. The show that dives into all things Aska and the people that make camp the incredible place it is. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media to stay up to date with what's happening here at camp. That's at Camp Aska, C-A-M-P-A-S-C-C-A. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Camp Aska, the podcast. Today, I'm here with Camp Director Matt Rickman and Program Director Amber Cotney. How are y'all? Good. How is everybody doing? Doing great. Good. So today, this episode is just going to dive into our summer 2023 wrap up. Um, We just finished our 47th year, and I think it went great. What do y'all how are you uh, I, I, I think it was a fantastic summer. Uh, great staff, great campers. Uh, got got a little hot there at the end of it, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but other than that, no, it was a great summer. Uh, Cotney, do you know how many campers we served? Yeah, everything, you know, all included. ASCA campers, our Camp Still Harris campers, we served about 700 in totality from, I guess, the beginning of June until mm. – our last session, which was mid-August. Yeah, August 4th, something like that. How many staff did we have? Uh, we we had a total of, it was 60-ish staff, just depends on the week, you know, give or take. Mm. Uh, that includes program staff, counselors, nurses. I guess if you add in full-time staff, there's probably 70 or so of yeah. us. Yeah. What were the concerts like this summer? Yeah, the concerts were fantastic. We had um, some people that, you know, we love that with the Red Clay Strays, for example, we, Matt has kind of tokened them the Camp Aska House Band. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, which <laughs> the, our campers love. And I think the boys love it too, to be fair. They, <laughs> they find some some amount of pride in that. Um so that was really fun. We actually had some campers that weren't here at camp that week to mm-hmm. come for that concert specifically, which was really cool. Um, and then we had some new bands. We had the 502s. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really, really, really fun. They're maybe fun our show. biggest band that we've had, like just mm-hmm. as far as members of the band. They came in with horns yeah. and keys, <laughs> and they were all <laughs> over the place. Um, they were so fun. They had um, a song, I guess, maybe a year ago. Yeah. That blew up on TikTok, mm. and everybody sort of knew that song, so it was really fun for the campers to get to hear that. I don't think that they knew that that was the 502, so <laughs> they started playing it. Everybody was really excited, um, and they loved camp. They had mm. they went on and on and on about it after the show, how great it was. Um, and we had a new band called Happy Landing. They were fantastic. Mm. Um, we had our boy Langhorn Slim again. He actually came and did solo, which was very different than the full band performance was that we had last year, but I thought it was awesome. He actually started the concert on stage and then literally like half of the song, the very first song (laughs) into the concert, he was like, why am I up here? And he just kind of jumped off the stage with this mic stand and did the entire show from like in the middle of the crowd. I felt like that show was kind of emotional. I don't know what it was. Yeah, Maybe it was it felt, just because it was so intimate, but it felt yeah, very emotional. Yeah, it was, for it was me. very intimate. And he very much um, like emotionally connects to camp. It mm. seems like like after the show, after he got all of his stuff loaded up, he hung around and talked to John and I for probably forty five minutes mm. just about camp. 
um, and about how special it was and what it meant for him to be able to come. And he actually was about to have a baby at the time and specifically like drove here in a car so he could drive <laughs> home if something happened with yeah. um, his partner having the baby. So that was really fun. And then we ended the summer with Drake White, which was probably our biggest production show to point. Um, he came rolling in on the tour bus. It was our first tour bus we passed. So that was really fun and interesting. Um, as it turns out, a big, huge tour bus with a big, huge trailer attached doesn't make the turn up to the back 40 very well. So we had some interesting things to overcome there. Um, but that show is extremely fun. And Drake's an Alabama guy. So it was really fun for him to come and guide and get to experience camp. He didn't know that much about camp. So I think that he was really excited sort of to get to know about this big thing that Alabama does mm. um, that he didn't know very much about. So that was really fun. And he puts on a phenomenal show. It was really interesting for me because when I was in college, I went to see Drake White all the time. Um, so it was really fun for me to sort of get to see him yeah. in a different way. So they're really good. I already have people reaching out to me wanting to book shows for next summer. Um, so I think we're moving in the right direction there. Yeah. Yeah. Amber's doing a phenomenal job. I think every, every summer we've kind of raised the bar mm. uh, as far as the the different bands and things that we're getting. And the shows are just amazing. And yes, Red Clay Strays are still <laughs> Red Clay Strays for life. Yeah, that also just, and they're blowing up too. They are blowing up. That um, This website, Western AF, did a preview on them yesterday. And at last night I was looking and there's like 240,000 views on one of their videos on TikTok, oh, which is right. insane That's, for them. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, um, but no, back to the about the concerts, just kind of the quality of the band that we're able to get and kind of where we're able to go with that has so much to do with budget. So just donations and people specifically giving money to that concert fund, if, you know, they feel led to do so, who we're able, what we're able to do depends 100% on that sort of amount of money that we're able to put towards it. Yeah. And Matt, you mentioned how each year the concerts just set the bar higher and higher. I would say that the staff this year also kind of raised that bar a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's certainly our goal uh, every single year. Uh, I, I preach about it constantly that that we have to raise the bar. Every every summer needs to be our best summer, mm-hmm. uh, and that we're always moving forward. and And that you know, a huge huge part of that is definitely the staff. Um, and so, uh, I think we we did a great job uh, hiring and putting together a, another staff. You know, we've talked about. You know, every, I guess the whole world talks about, you know, since COVID, um, <laughs> you know, but but since COVID, it has been it, it's definitely been more challenging to mm-hmm. to find staff. Uh, and so but having said that, I think we are definitely getting quality over quantity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to have both. Uh, and so I think we are moving in that direction. It gets a little better each year. Uh, but the quality has been been top notch. And and, you know, those people, they're the ones you know, doing, doing the real work. Uh, and, and they were just, uh, I was just amazed to, to be able to, to be around them each day and see what they're doing and, and hear the stories and, you know, how the campers feel. And then the parents telling me, you know, what a great time their, their child, uh, had at camp and, and, you know, how much they love their counselor and, uh, you know, and the program staff just did amazing, you know, from us, you know, safety's always our, our biggest concern. Um, and so, you know, from a safety standpoint, it was a 
excellent summer as well. Mm-hmm. And so that if we start there with with safety going well, uh, then we can then we can work on the other things. Uh, the, you know, so there's the the big picture. Uh, and then there's the smaller picture of the daily, mm-hmm. everyday things and the relationships and the positive experiences. And, you know, you add it all up and you end up with a great summer. And, and I think that's exactly what we had. And at the end of every summer, um, we award one staff member the Judy Williams Scholarship, which has been going on for 14 years? Yeah, something. something. Wow, really, 14 yeah, I years. Say, it's, so, I'm, I'm not how, sure how many I think years. I, it's been a while. I that's think crazy. I read that the other day. So, yeah, so, so Judy, you know, first of all, that starts with Judy Williams, uh, who was a, a counselor uh, our very first summer back in 1976 and has been involved with camp ever since. And so uh, through through her donations, we're able to create the uh, scholarship award that we give to a, a staff member each year. Um, and it's it's voted on by the leadership staff and the full time staff. Uh, and this year's recipient uh, was Emily Lamerson, uh, who's a second year counselor. And she is amazing. Uh, I tried yeah. to steal her to be program staff. <laughs> she didn't want to. <laughs> and, and she would have been amazing yeah. on program staff as well. She's one of those people that, you know, I, I wish I could take credit for that. You know, we trained her and, and made her into to this phenomenal uh, staff member. Uh, but she was phenomenal when she got here. Mm. Uh, and and she's just one of those people, M- much like a lot of the recipients of that award. They're just good people, yeah. doing the right thing, uh, and you don't have to you don't have to do a whole lot of coaching with them. They just they're just great staff members that uh, focus on their campers, focus on the the right things, mm-hmm. and and don't get caught up in other things. And and she she's definitely uh, they we made a good choice in in, yeah. in choosing her for that award. She was very deserving of that. Um, speaking of awards, we also had the opportunity to give out our 2022 Camper of the Year Award, um, and it went to a recipient, MJ Arnold. He was actually a first-time camper last summer in 22, which is kind of crazy to me because we've never had a camper win that award that was a first-time camper. Yeah, I was trying to think. I remember having the thought when he won last year, and then when we went to give him the award this year, having the thought again. Mm-hmm. Have we ever had a first-time camper? Jarrett Clark, back in the day when he won, he may have been a first-time yeah. camper. If he wasn't first-time, he was second year. He mm. he wasn't someone that we all knew extremely yeah. well yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MJ, man, it's, when MJ got here last year, it's like, we well, there he is. That's yeah. the camper of the year. He is incredible. He is the nicest guy. He's somebody that you just want to sit and have a conversation Mm. with all the time. I sat out at the pond with them on maybe Sunday night of this year. um, And we talked about music for like 45 minutes and I didn't want the conversation to be over. It got time to leave. And I was like, oh man. (laughs) He's just a great great guy. And it, it was cool, you know, last year to see the staff you know, kind of realize that. Yeah. And and then all the new staff this year, you know, same thing. It's yeah. their first time meeting a guy like him. And, you know, just uh, we're so blessed uh, to have these jobs where we get to meet so many amazing people. I mean, we, you take it for granted sometimes, but when you, when you stop and think about all the different campers and all the different mm-hmm. staff members that we've met over the years, and uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just amazing to, to get to, to meet the people that we meet each day. And, uh, you know, the other two, to me, two of the great things about these awards that we're talking about, the staff award and the camper award, um, is when we're, 
nominating people for those awards, mm-hmm. you start throwing out names. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the two people who won both those awards are amazing, but uh, you you start talking about other people who who are deserving of, mm-hmm. of these awards. Um, and I mean, I think there was probably 12 different staff members yeah. that we threw out there and, and we have to cap the camper award yeah. at, at 12 <laughs> nominations or else we'll be in the room for, for yeah, an hour, okay. you know, talking and voting. But, but it is really cool to reflect and, and to, to have those conversations and to hear about all the other amazing mm-hmm. staff and, and why they're deserving of that award, or all the other amazing campers mm-hmm. and why they're deserving of that award. Cause it's just I don't know. It's a great place, and there's just so many great people. Yeah. Well, and we, Elise and I, see it every week just with doing the weekly awards. We mm-hmm. count the votes just for the best male, best female, best program staff, best counselor award that we give every week. And it's almost never a runaway. No. there's all, We're always like, oh, we have to get another piece of paper to write down another name because there's so many people who get votes. Yeah. Um, which, like Matt said, I think is just a credit to the great group of people, both staff and campers, that we have all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's cool we know who this year's camper of the year is. We're not announcing that yet, but we we know who it is. The difference is if you look at our list of camper of the year, the wide range mm-hmm. of age, of, you know, disability, it's just all yeah. over the board, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of times in the summer, like during the week, you get so caught up with all of the fun that's happening. And then when you get to the end of, end of the week and you're thinking about awards, you're really able to like sit down and reflect yeah. and be like, oh, this happened. Oh, they had a great time here. And then it kind of just puts things into perspective of you're so busy and you're constantly going and going and going. But when you sit down, you realize like all of the little greatnesses yeah. like around you. Well, I guess that kind of wraps up our summer. What do we have coming up as far as registration and weekends? And yeah, kind of got like a calendar that. there. I, I, we've got our, our uh, fall weekend coming up, which is a we serve individuals and families, so mm-hmm. fall family weekend. That's coming up in October. So I'm going to let Cottony give you the exact dates and when registration starts for that. Yeah. Um, like Matt said, our first thing we have coming up now is fall registration opens September 1st. Mm-hmm. That's a Friday. That'll open at 9 a.m. Um, and there's not necessarily a closing date for when that registration ends. It's just sort of open. And then on Monday or so, I'll start kind of going through applications and looking sort of to see where we're standing. Um just like always, just because you register does not mean you're confirmed. <laughs> Wait for that confirmation email. So registration for that opens September 1st. That actual weekend itself is October 13th through the 15th. Yes. Um, summer registration starts October 2nd. That's the biggie. Um, I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. But it will start October 2nd at 9 a.m. Um, that is on a Monday. Uh, just set your reminders. There's a 120-minute um, sort of save period. If you start your application, you get 120 minutes to finish your application before it's going to spit it out and let the next person have that spot. Um, I know all of you who are registering adult campers, specifically adult male campers, um, you're, you know, it's happening really fast for you. I'm sorry. My advice would be have those medications ready, your list of medications, have that ready sitting beside you um, so you can type that in as quickly as possible and 
just do your best. Get on a waiting list. If it sends you out, if it doesn't let you submit your application, go ahead and get yourself on a waiting list. Um, And then as we get staffing started, we will hopefully be able to get some people off the waiting list. But set your alarms, nine o'clock, October 2nd, that will be summer registration. Um, And then Christmas weekend, The weekend itself is December the 15th through the 16th, and registration for that will begin on October the 16th. So fall weekend registration, September 1st, summer registration, October 2nd, Christmas registration, October 16th. A lot of registrations coming up. Yeah, a lot 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 of registrations. And it'll all be on our social media pages as well. So keep an eye out for that. And I'm sure you'll... Yeah, we'll be sending emails, emails yeah. as well. And I'm, I, I'm sure we'll do another podcast just yeah. before, especially before the uh, summer registration, just to give you some oh, reminders yeah. and tips. Yes. So just keep an eye out for all of our social media pages. Thank you all so much for joining us today for this episode. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And, and, and just to add or recap, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, what does what camp need? What do you need? You know, the... the uh, obviously donations, you know, help, help fund everything. You know, Cotney talked about the, the concert series and that's how we can keep that going is, is through donations. And, you know, the other thing, like I said, if we can get more staff, uh, and like I said, we don't want to lower the, lower the bar. We want quality over quantity. Um, but the more staff we can hire for the summer is it also can translate to more campers that we can serve. Uh, so we're always looking for people who are 18 years or older and, and can dedicate, uh, you know, their summer uh, to Camp Aska. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> What's happening at Aska? This is the part of the show where we are going to talk about everything that's happening right here at Camp Aska. Hey, y'all. This is Dana Rickman with the Aska Update. Upcoming on September 15th, which is a Friday from 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night, we have the Tidal Wave Auto Spas Annual Charity Day. This is the first event for the new Alexander City, Alabama location, and we are thrilled that they chose to support Camp Aska for their first year. It's going to be an exciting day. We do need volunteers that day to help with collecting donations, waving signs at the highway, welcoming people, and possibly prepping cars before they go to the car If you can help, please contact me at my email, Dana, D-A-N-A, at campaska.org. If you can't help, please stop by for a car wash or give online. All the information on the day will be available on our social media and website. Again, this is the Alexander City, Alabama location on Highway 280, and we'll be there from 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. In other ASCA news, I just want to let you all know that we do have many fall groups coming in. So just go to our social media on Facebook, on our website, Instagram, and everywhere that you know about Camp ASCA to stay up to date on all of our happenings. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Camp ASCA, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to you joining us next time. As always, be sure to follow us on social media at Camp ASCA and visit our website, campaska.org, for more information about camp.